Okay, <clears throat> we can start now. Yes. Cool. Uh, what we're saying. So today I'm going to talk about something that um, I'm not necessarily best placed to talk about. So I've got one of my friends with me today. What I'm going to talk about is sexuality. Of course, we're all kind of on the spectrum of sexuality and gender identity and whatnot. But as a cis white male, I kind of fall into the category where I'm just a fucking idiot. And it's better if we get people that are better placed to talk about these sorts of things. So I've got my friend Ella here who is going to introduce herself in a sec. But the sort of things we're going to be talking about today are bisexuality, bi erasure and bi invisibility. You want to say hi? Yeah. Um, hi, my name's Ella. Um, I'm bisexual slash queer. Um, I generally use my platforms to like, talk about mental health and I sing and songwrite um, and yeah, talk about sexuality, things like that. Um, yeah, that's mainly the tea about me. I think that's a pretty good summary. Yeah. I think that kind of tees up exactly who you are and... Uh-huh. In a nice, concise way. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you for actually sitting with me and talking about these sorts of things. Because if I went and spoke about it myself, I feel that I could not do it anywhere near as much justice as actually someone that kind of like has lived experience. Uh-huh. So yeah, I appreciate okay. that. Yeah, so, right, no problem. Um, right, talk me, talk me through some of the most basic things first. So bi erasure and bi-invisibility, they, they sound kind of similar, but I presume that they're not. Yeah, so I guess they fall under the same sort of um, uh, topic of, like, biphobia and things. Um, but, yeah, I've, like, got a little definition from GLAAD, which is, like, an LGBT mm. organisation. So it's a pervasive problem in which the existence or legitimacy of bisexuality is questioned or denied outright. Um, and this can take, like, a number of different forms. Um, so I guess most notably in, like, TV shows and things like that, okay. um, you often see... Um, like, there's a character who's, like, once previously assumed to be straight and then starts dating somebody of the same gender and all of a sudden they're labelled as being gay. Um, so an example of that is, like, uh, Willow from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, so she had, like, a few meaningful relationships during the time of the show. Um, and as soon as she started dating a woman, it was very much, like, like, literally she had lines that said, like, oh, but I'm so gay now. And... That's totally legit if you are, like, the character is then, um, realises that they're gay. But I think, like, probably if the show were made now, then, like, she would be bisexual just based on, like, you know, she was portrayed as having really loving relationships mm -hmm. with men and being really heartbroken when that ended. And so I just think there's, like, yeah, I think often um, with TV shows there's room to explore bisexuality in a more nuanced way, in a, a way that's uh, truer to life, you know. So it kind of gives the impression that like you're either you're either this or that. Like there's nothing in between. Yeah. It's almost like you're one end of the spectrum or the other. Yeah. So it kind of gives that sort of impression, but we kind of live in a time now where that impression isn't exactly how it is now. And I think that's quite good that we're actually able to kind of express ourselves in a way that is kind of true to who we are. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's a problem that we have in both the straight community and the LGBTQ community is mm -hmm. just that um, it's framed in very sort of binary kind of terms. So, mm -hmm. you know, male or female, straight or gay, and really, you know, everyone is generally somewhere in between. Um, sexuality and gender is fluid. And, you know, it's it's very unlikely that a person is going to be 100% um, straight or 100% um, one of the binary genders. Like, life is more complex than that. Yeah. So, like, we mentioned biphobia earlier. 
and there's quite a lot of things right now where like things are being described as being like internalized like internalized misogyny but i presume that that kind of also applies to like biphobia like internalized biphobia is that something that exists yeah absolutely um i think i mean at least for my experiences being a bisexual woman like i felt like i was constantly questioning my identity because i felt like i was constantly having to fit into one of these boxes Mm -hmm. and i think as well like you can have different uh, types of attraction towards different people. And I think um, I found it very difficult because when I was sort of figuring out that I was not straight, uh, my feelings towards men and women and non-binary people were, like, very different, I think. Okay. Um, And so that was quite difficult to navigate, and I very much felt like I had to sort of pick a side. And I remember being, like, 14 and dating my first boyfriend and I was it was also around the time I was figuring out my sexuality and I felt I kept worrying and panicking that I was like gay because I was having these feelings towards women and like and then I felt like I was being almost like unfaithful towards him and I think this constant questioning happens a lot throughout a bi person's life like I Mm -hmm. still have it like even now I'll, I'll have these times where I'm like oh because I like predominantly date women now like I'm like oh my god am I gay now like um Mm. but then I'll like sleep with a guy and then I'll be like oh like I'm not queer enough now you know and it's it's this constant sort of kind of sounds like some sort of like identity crisis yes oh absolutely like I I was just getting like serious amounts of deja vu there because you were saying that like uh you didn't feel like no you were saying that you felt um oh, am I gay now because I've not been with, like, a man in X amount of time and that. And I'm getting deja vu because I can remember when I was, like, 17 and I remember, like, just coming out of, like, a relationship with a woman and being, like, really heartbroken and down about it. And then I just remember that one of my friends came in with one of their friends who was a gay man and he, he had a pass at me. And I can remember after they left, I was like, hmm, hmm, <laughs> okay. It's quite nice. I kind of like that. He's pretty. He's nice. He's mm-hmm. handsome. But it just makes me think of like that that meme where it's just like the the white woman that's like, mm, oh yeah, that. <laughs> but like yeah, that that's just that's really really wild that we can kind of all experience that when we're mm. on the spectrum, regardless of where we are. Yeah, mm. and that's interesting because like even if you know you explain like your example, like to some people they would consider you being bisexual. I mean, everyone identifies in different ways, but mm. like you can literally just like have been attracted to like one person of the same gender and Mm -hmm. like that's still technically bisexuality like it's really such a big scale and such a big community I mean I think we make up more than half of the the LGBTQ plus community like Mm -hmm. we're really there's a lot of us which is interesting since I feel like other than trans and non-binary identities I feel like it's one of the most like stigmatized things within the community for just having the vast majority of the makeup of that community it's just, it's quite strange to see that you are kind of being stigmatised so heavily for being not A or B. You are kind of just floating about in the centre, just doing your own thing, but I can't understand why anyone would want to kind of erase that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I had an experience, like, not very long ago where I think, uh, so, like, there was a bi woman who was talking to me, and she, I think she thought that I was, like, identified as lesbian, and she was worried when she told me that she was bi that, like, I wouldn't be interested in her because, um, like, now that she's told me that she's bi instead yeah. of gay. And I was like, first of all, I'm bi, so, like, hi. Like, two bi <laughs> women, like, that's brilliant. Um, but, like, it's it's still, like, a really big thing yeah. and a really big worry for a lot, of, a lot of bisexual people. This is me just, like, shooting some shit right now. But do you think that, like, there's 
a little element of fear of people identifying as bi when they're dating or when they like approach someone because they feel that their partner is going to be insecure about that because there's like a higher chance of them like leaving them for someone because mm. they're interested in more than just like one particular gender. Do you think that's a factor or am I just No, that's def- no, that's definitely a big sort of stereotype when it comes to bisexuality. Mm-hmm. Um like I've had guys say to me like oh it's like twice the amount of competition and all this kind of stuff and like that was mm-hmm. like when I was dating somebody like monogamously so it's like you know if I'm mm-hmm. going to leave you like there's probably going to be more reasons than me just like fucking off for like another guy or woman or <laughs> non-binary person like you know um but that's definitely like a very persistent problem and also you like I think a lot of guys um straight guys uh like fetishize bisexual women um and they don't take a woman intervening in their relationship as seriously as they would with a man so I've Mm -hmm. had a lot of friends who've like said that like their boyfriend who are like bi and have said that like their boyfriends are like cool with them kissing women and stuff yeah and for me that raises alarm bells like part of it might just be them trying to be um like allow them to open up and like Mm -hmm. sort of explore their identity but I think part of it is that straight men don't take um take women seriously and I think it's a a part of misogyny as well like they would take a man intervening in the relationship or them kissing another man very seriously but if they kissed a woman they wouldn't see that in the same way yeah I totally get that like there's this whole idea that um men love women so much that they would love women to be with other women as long as it's on their terms but as soon as the whole like as soon as the whole idea comes up that they could be with someone else of the same sex and it's just like no that's gay Mm. and it's like but there's absolutely nothing wrong with that that's that's an internalized issue that Mm. you need to address yourself it's not something that the community needs to fucking fix for you. You need to exactly. fix it yourself. And yeah. I think often they like the idea of it, but then as soon as, like, you know, their partner does, like, make out of another woman and they mm-hmm. see that they're enjoying it, then yeah. all of a sudden they don't like it, like the idea <laughs> quite as much. Um, so, you know, it's an interesting one to navigate. And um, I think it definitely plays into this thing where it's like, you're only bisexual if you're single, you know? Um, it's very much assumed that, like, if you're dating um, somebody, like, of the opposite gender... Um, then you're in a straight relationship and if you're dating someone of the same gender mm-hmm. um, or like a non-binary gender then you're all of a sudden in a gay relationship yeah. and it's like if there's one queer person in the relationship then like that's still a queer relationship you know um, so yeah I get that that makes sense yeah what's kind of like your your thoughts on the whole idea of um, I'm gonna put like fucking bunny ear quotes around this <laughs> but like usually when like people begin I, I remember when like I was in high school and there would be um, girls that I'd be friends with would go through this uh, stage of uh, experimenting mm. and I put that in the bunny quotes where it, that's the stage where they would um they would start dating other women and like is there is there something like stigmatizing about that like I know that that's people kind of just like finding their feet and finding what suits them but does there come a point when like experimentation stops Mm. and then that's when your identity is actually found yeah I mean I can only speak from my own experiences I think like and it's also, like, very different with, like, bisexual men. Like, I feel like there's very much, like, a sort of openness around, like, women experimenting and that's mm-hmm. normalised more. But I think, like, if a, um, a guy was um, questioning his sexuality and did the same thing, he'd very immediately be labelled as gay and, yeah. like, experience a lot of sort of toxic masculinity, heteronormativity, like, <laughs> imposed on him. So I think it's it depends. But I think... 
I think I think often when somebody questions their sexuality, like even if they come to the realization that like okay, like I'm like 99% straight, like they've still like explored things and explored other options yeah. and like I think people should be able to do that without fear of judgment. Um and I think like there's definitely a stereotype that like oh like women go through this like college girl phase where they just like make out with other women and all this kind of stuff and it's like majority of us if we're making out with a woman in the club like we want to and we're not really doing it for male attention yeah, like exactly. we just want to like make out you know so I think that's quite interesting and I think as long as like you know if you are questioning your sexuality I think as long as you're being open about that with potential partners then I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with that and you know mm-hmm. It's kind of like just identifying yourself on this spectrum and kind of just just being yourself and just being you at the end of the day. Because mm. there's that whole idea that, like, women can experiment and it falls into this whole, like, college girl thing of them just going wild and <laughs> right. whatever. But then the whole concept of men doing that exact same thing, this isn't me, like, highlighting oppression or anything like that because men have been on the top forever. But um, this whole idea that, like men are like really chastised for this for actually like experimenting because it's like you're straight you're gay you're nothing mm. else but then if a man like even like kisses another man then it's like Ugh, disgusting mm. and like I, I never really understood why like that is an, an issue because like you're attracted to who you're attracted to you're romantically or sexually attracted or the, the one with the brain where you fancy people's intelligence and stuff yeah. like that. Like, it's there, there's so many different ways that you can be attracted to someone. So, why why are we like stigmatizing people for kind of just liking who mm. they like because of what's in their underwear? Exactly. And I think, yeah. I think as well, like, people are very often scared about dating somebody who identifies as bisexual. But at the end mm. of the day, like, if you're like, a bi guy for example dating like a straight woman like you've got something in common in a way you've got something quite like (laughs) interesting in common um (laughs) and so like I don't think it's something I think it's something people like worry about and they're just like oh Mm -hmm. like I couldn't uh, like couldn't date somebody who's like had Mm -hmm. sex with another guy like but it's just like you can literally chat about hot men together like I don't I don't see the issue there was something that we kind of like we spoke about when we were going through your notes before this because we actually like semi-planned this to an extent (laughs) but I remember you spoke about like different ways that people can be attracted to one another because Mm. there's kind of this whole like westernized idea that like you're attracted to someone or you're not and we never really delve into like all the different ways that you can actually Mm. genuinely love or care or kind of have like a sexual relationship with someone Mm. and you know with like a couple different ways that people can actually like be attracted to one another yeah yeah I mean I'm perhaps not the best person to speak on this like but I mean I can briefly talk about like Mm -hmm. yeah so there's difference between like sexual attraction and romantic attraction and you can also be like biromantic and asexual for example and so you can be like romantically attracted um to multiple genders um but not sexually attracted and just attraction in general is also like on a very big scale Mm -hmm. um and I think that's often you know, it's one of the things that makes figuring out um, your sexuality, like, difficult often. Because yeah. if you don't have these sort of black and white, um, like, sort of types of attraction towards men and women, if mm-hmm. it's not the same, um, it can be quite confusing to navigate, I think. Sure. And that goes for all sexual orientations, um, you know, including straight, being straight. So, yeah, I think it's 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 quite 
difficult to navigate sometimes. And I mm-hmm. think especially people like on the asexual spectrum, um, aromantic spectrum, like I think it's quite, yeah, probably quite a difficult thing to navigate, Fair. I'd imagine. Yeah. So see, can I just uh, wrap this up? What's kind of like a misconception about bisexuality that you think kind of needs to be addressed? Oh gosh, there are so many. Um, I guess one thing that like I feel like isn't often talked about is like um, also navigating um, dating like after trauma um, and especially like I'm someone that's experienced sexual harassment um, and sexual assault from like both men and women and predominantly for men and I think that's also like perhaps led to me like not date as many men because I just feel like I'm not safe with a lot of men um that's like my immediate sort of thing that comes to mind um but just that like things like trauma even things like eating disorders like I would always find that like um I found my attraction towards women quite difficult because I would look at women I'd be like okay I want to look like you like you're so pretty and then I'd be like staring at a woman for a long time I'd be like wait is this attraction (laughs) (laughs) so I just think like I think also like recognizing your trauma recognizing like the things that you've gone through and how they might um not inform who you're attracted to but just sort of recognizing um like where that's come from and I think also like you know I have a few friends who um like a bi and they predominantly date men and I know that they struggle with like okay am I predominantly dating men because I rely on the validation from men Mm -hmm. um because that's kind of what women are taught to do so I think it's also just knowing that like every bisexual person has such a different story and a unique set of circumstances that intersect with their sexual orientation and just that we're all unique and we're all individuals at the end of the day um yeah (laughs) and that's lovely I love that that's cool thank you so much for sharing all You're of so that welcome. with me today. No, it's, it's just, it's, just it's, it's really nice because like these are the sorts of things that like I always have the opportunity to speak about, but I never really get to have these sorts of conversations very often. So thank you for taking the time to speak to me. And it's it's not even your job to educate me on this. Like it's it's not, but I appreciate you taking the time to do so. So thank you very much. Oh, thanks for having me on. Cool, amazing. Bye.